0: You're listening to an encore presentation of the original loretta brown show
1: yep yep good morning good morning this is uh loretta brown and welcome to the original loretta brown show radio to open the heart heal the soul and awaken the consciousness and yes thank you vincent for doing my opening little dance with me oh yeah <laughs> yes cheers yes. You in your cheers.
0: it's my yes. virgin screwdriver <laughs>
1: Like I said, good luck with that. Yeah. Well,
0: it's called orange juice. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, I get it. Anyway, um, as you guys can all tell, I have a wonderful guest today who I totally adore. And I'll do my my little opening. Yes. And then we're good. I know. You You look like you're in a tropical place. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Well, it's definitely not me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Benny. No. (laughs) All right, it's a little boring day, all
1: right ben. Benny's definitely in, a, in an exotic place called the radio station.
2: Yeah, I'm always right? thinking that too, so
1: keep yeah, me yeah. grounded. I'm, But Vincent, I'm so glad you dressed like that today. In fact, I was thinking about pulling out a Hawaiian shirt and wearing it. And I I have to tell you, you know, because my daughter lives in Hawaii, right? And so I, we're, I know you knew that. I know you did, yes, because you're psychic. Yeah,
3: like,
1: I, yeah. my daughter tells me that there is a difference between being psychic and psycho, but we're psychic. Oh, so. no, I'm
3: both.
0: <laughs> Remember, I'm a psychic and a psycho. Therapist. Yes. Make sure you put the therapist <laughs> on the end of those two words, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to regroup and pull it together. And uh...
0: <laughs> Good luck on that one.
1: Let's I You know what? I never quite thought of it like that, and I love that.
0: Here, yeah. I'll, I'll let you calm down with it a little bit. Here, we can just bask in that amazing. <gasps> you should see my belly dancing.
1: No, no, no. Whoa, no, but...
0: so quick
2: to say no. <laughs> Interesting. Okay,
1: may- maybe, maybe, maybe. For another show? Yeah, maybe. you don't yeah. want to
0: see me in a speedo. <laughs> uh, definitely oh. not.
1: <laughs> I could be damaged. I don't know, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, no. you know, anything can happen in this show. Everyone, you've got to stick I, around why? because that's right. Anything could happen. So anyway, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am Loretta Brown. Yep. And I'm going to introduce my guest in a moment. And thank you, Benny, always for your magic over there. Uh, a couple of things. I do run Reiki, o- Reiki Oasis. It is an oasis located right here in the greater Seattle area. I don't know if I can get it put together um <laughs> for the last 26 years and i'm still over there you can find everything about me it's at, at uh, ReikiOasis.com, and you can sign up for everything at Schedule.ReikiOasis.com. i know and speedo, speedo <laughs>
4: stuck in my head too i know i'm right there with you vincent <laughs> what did you do <laughs>
1: I can't calm down.
4: You Boom. should see me when
0: it's not Virgil. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, what I'm scared. Y- you know,
1: Vincent. I- I've never asked you this. You can you can decide if you want to work on this. But I have always wondered if we had a past life, you and I, and w- did we just go through this stellar system and cause trouble? I think Benny was along. Don't you think? Yeah.
0: Are you so- kidding? Benny was my right hand man. I was kind of like Batman. He was Robin, hey. and you, that woman. No, 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 not cat one, the bat one. you you were definitely on a, on the good side.
4: I yes. do look yes. good in tights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to see that one day. Easy, easy, easy. Oh my goodness. We we've gone crazy. It is May Day, right? We are in the merry month of May. That's right. So so, you know, give us a give us a break. And I was watching a show the other night about, you know, Robin Hood and the Merry Men, and I did think about that men in tights thing on the <laughs> tights men in tights right i love that
2: movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) so to my listeners please forgive me let me try to pull it together and give you a couple of announcements and we are going to have fun today we're going to open the lines for callers and you will want to call in with one question for the amazing psychic psycho therapist oh i see vincent's calling in (laughs) i want (laughs) to (laughs) But we will open the lines. They're going to be open uh, right away, actually. And uh, I I do ask that you call in with an important question. Uh, Please don't call in and say, you know, what do my guides have to say? Or, you know, what advice do you want to give me? Um, It's it's actually better when we're seeking information (laughs) from the higher realms to be specific, because you're an eternal soul and you've got a long history in there. And, um, you know, really. You want to know something you need to ask the question so the call-in numbers are 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527 I'll give them again you can call in uh, uh Vincent very graciously has offered to take one question from callers and um give you some wisdom and insight and and uh help you out because he's really very amazing so <laughs> Anyway, let me give you a couple of announcements. Like I said, I'm Loretta Brown. I hate to admit it right now, but I am. And this is my radio show. And uh, I do run Reiki Oasis. I've got great things coming up every Sunday at 11 a.m. I do a Sunday meditation with Loretta that's designed to help get you back into the center, quiet you down, and maybe even bring you some information from higher sources. You can sign up for that at schedule.reikioasis.com. And if you cannot be there at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, sign up anyway. I send everybody a recording of the meditation. You can listen to it anytime you want. Um, I am a listener-supported show. Big shout-out to my patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown Show and look for some new things coming through that. I'm going to be offering some, well, we'll just have to see. But trying to spice it up a little bit and give a little bit more content to people who have asked me if I could, um, you know, give more messages from the guides or from God or from wherever it is it comes from. And I'm I'm glad to do that, especially as we're moving forward through what I call a transitional year. Uh, As as far as astrology goes, I already mentioned we are in the merry month of May and we're in May. We're almost halfway through the year. That's crazy. Um, Uh. I feel like I've been on a on a raft going through rapids this year like there's another one watch out for the waterfall you know but we We have entered yeah yeah but we've entered Taurus season and Taurus does bring in a grounded energy and it's possibly slowed us down a little bit I I've got to be honest with you I don't feel like it slowed me down Uh, If anything, it's brought things into focus, such as my health, my home, my relationships. Like Taurus has a tendency to bring us to Earth and say, okay, what's going on? And do you like it? And and you know that stuff you talked about letting go of? Well, (laughs) maybe you should, right? It's a good idea. And even though we're talking Taurus, and we are talking Taurus, I want to mention that Mercury left Taurus on Tuesday of this week and went into Gemini and people are like, okay, Loretta, what does that mean? Mercury and Gemini? Well, it means gossip. It means gossip girl, gossip. I know. So if you've been avoiding texts or dodging invites or, you know, trying to, what is that? When they, when people don't respond, they ghost you. Yeah. We didn't used to do that. I'm of an age. I, you know, ghosting to me doesn't make a whole lot of sense but people do do it but if you've been avoiding being socially involved or whatnot this burst of energy that is coming from mercury and gemini is going to be with us all the way to july 27th so it's going to be like a total refresh like all of a sudden we're going to find that we do want to have conversations we do want to talk about it we do want to know you know what madge has been doing Right? What's she been doing while I was over here, you know, isolating, right? So be a little bit careful with that, right? Um, Watch out for catty conversations. I do, I, I, I know we all get kind of sucked into that sometimes but be be careful what you participate in your voice is powerful the sound coming out of you is very powerful and you are directing your life and mercury and gemini likes to spill the beans
0: oh well so, there goes my communication right? with right <laughs> well
1: she said and then he said and no so oh, no he didn't <laughs> or what some people do is they'll say well blah 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 and they'll go oops you didn't uh-huh.
0: know. <laughs> no, right. Oh, right. Oops, you didn't know syndrome. I yep. love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I found out most of my information about everybody.
1: Yeah, it's ex- exactly. So the biggest challenge from now until July 27th, because that's how long Mercury is going to be in Gemini, is to just take a breath and think about what you're going to say before you say it. And I don't think I actually have that in my chart, but I do remember my mother saying, "You know, Loretta, think about what you're going to say before you say, because I'd always just blurt things out, right?" Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Shit.
0: Oh, that boy, you're really asking for some tasks here. Holy <laughs> wow!
1: If you just count to three, or why don't take you
0: a- ask me to walk on water?
1: <laughs> How about fire? How about coals? We could do that.
0: No, yeah, we- forget it.
1: No no, no no, no. but you could you could cheer us on, right, yeah, yeah, so we do have a beautiful Taurus new moon coming up on Tuesday, May eleventh, and it's gonna bring powerful energies and get us ready for the eclipse season, and uh it might feel like a time to take a little bit of a retreat before the energy starts really shoving forward again, and kind of catch your breath and um really kind of, you know, I'm kind of making fun this morning, but you know that sometimes when we have fun, we're actually trying to go deep. And sometimes we have to do that in order to go deep. So it's not quite so heavy. My guest today is going to help us in all ways. And he is Vincent Jenna, who is such a dear soul brother. I feel you in my heart. I just like when you showed up, I was like, yay, there's going to be good things happening. But he is known as the tell it like it is, truly spiritual, truly authentic spiritual teacher. He is a psychic therapist, psychotherapist, and he combines his extraordinary psychic abilities, his Hmm. academic credentials, his amazing life experiences, which are really the richness of all it is and his genuine, all loving approach to provide healing for your body, mind, and spirit. He has a background in music and I think you've done some acting, uh-huh, like in Greece or something, if I remember correctly. And he knows how to deep dive into your psyche to release blocks, resistance, and self-sabotaging beliefs and behaviors so you can fulfill the life of your dreams. Mm. Yeah, and like I said, we are going to take calls in today, so the numbers are 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. Welcome to the show, Vincent.
0: Oh my gosh, Loretta or sis, shall I say. Soul yeah. um, it's always great to be here, you know, um, it's exciting. It's exciting to see Benny, you know, Benny and the Jets. <laughs> I know. It was, yeah. Well. Whatever. It's adorable I mean, coming from you. It's just adorable. Like it is. That? All right. Good. Um, totally, yes. Totally it's exciting like it. to be here. And um, and you're so right about the energy, Loretta. Because what I what I love about you giving the the um, uh, transitional state of the planets and and everything that's going to be happening. It, it winds up validating any of the psychic feelings that I wind up getting. You know, I always said that this year was about actually fulfillment. And in between that are the breaks and the other things that you have to pay attention to, you know, before it moves you forward again, um, as long as you have direction. So I, I appreciate your report there for sure. So I got to remember that. And, uh, and being the talent like it is psychic, I might have to tune it down a little bit as you're saying with the planetary stuff until July because it can almost sound like gossip when I hit you strong. But I try to do it with humor to make everybody laugh just like you said. You've got to make people laugh, especially if you're going to be handing them some really deep stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I love what you said, uh, Vincent. And and one thing I'm going to say is that the planet of communication is not only what comes out of our throat, but it's our ability to hear, right. To listen. So okay. this is absolutely the perfect time for you to be on the show because the stars and all the powers that be always plan these things. That's and, right. and I'm like, you know, it, it makes us, it, uh, probably more willing to hear Uh, what we need to hear uh, i also have been noticing kind of a trend with people everybody's been kind of isolated and all locked up and people want to come out they're like you know i've kind of had enough of it um could we get back out and and live life um i do um vedic chanting i do chanting with a group for years and years and we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the the names of, of the years of the Toluga calendar, which is too academic to go into right now. But the, the word for the year 2020 was something about destruction and the word for the year. And remember these, these words for right. the years were put in place a long time ago. Right. right. Like, it's not like they looked at the year and they said, oh, let's use this word. They've been in rotation you know for a long long time and the word for this year it translates to sort of like we're crossing the river and the word for next year is is auspiciousness or we are going to arrive in a new place so when i take a look at the energies of last year and and it really goes from april to april right so we just went into the new taluga year right but that was a time of things really being kind of torn apart or demolished or taken down. And we're all taking a look at what is life, what, what's going on. And this is the year of crossing the river, going from one location to another. And maybe we know where that's at, and maybe we don't. And I've been noticing among my clientele all kinds of restlessness. I almost call it a migration where they're, they're, they're going someplace new. And I know you just got, you just moved, right? Yes,
0: we did. And, And what you are saying is so valid and important. What I would like to add to that is the energy is in place, as you've said, right? So this crossing the river applies to everyone. However, since we have dominion over everything in this world in this universe everything physical all the energy because we're a higher vibrational energy that crossing the river energy can go one of two ways depending upon where you are you can cross the river into something worse which is a (laughs) newness or you can cross the river into something better. Because destruction, uh, there is that tower card. If you don't, if you know tarot at all, in the tarot deck, there is a, a higher arcana. It's the tower. And you see the towers being destroyed. Well, destruction of a tower doesn't mean anything negative, uh, depending upon who you are. If you're walking down a city street and you see them tearing apart an old, old, old building, and you see the debris and the mess all over the place, you're going, oh, my God, what a mess. It'll never look good. Holy cow. Then a few months later, you walk down, and they've got this gorgeous you sky rise, uh, high rise in its place, a new building, whatever it is, and it's beautiful. And it adds to the community. So so that tearing down could be within a person who's on a positive path tearing down some of the old stuff that could be getting in that person's way. But if you're in a negative path and you're already in a self-destructive mode, that tearing down is absolutely going to exacerbate that, which is what I told everybody in 2020 as well. So we can cross the river, but make sure you know where you're crossing and you're connected to Moses, who's dividing the water for you to cross. And in order to do that, you have to be connected to your higher source and spirit and and, and get that true positive attitude towards life. If you are not, you're going to be, and that's actually the metaphysical story of the freeing of the Jews from from Egypt. It was a true story as well as a metaphysical story. Because if you recall, when the Egyptians went to the sea— to go chase down the Jews. Now they wanted to capture them and kill them. The water collapsed on them and destroyed all of the Egyptians. So depending upon your intent, the water will be gentle and calm in order for you to cross or it will be destructive and bring you down even further in your emotions. So that's an important understanding and why we put into place all those energetic guideposts—that's what astrology is all about. They're guideposts for us, right? Wouldn't you say that?
1: Yes, I would. And, and what a beautiful explanation. I, I'm thinking also that, you know, if if um, how do I say this? If I know where I'm headed, right? Like I have my eyes on the destination. You know that's also going to help me cross that river, as opposed to I don't know where I'm going, uh, uh, in right. this, and maybe I'll swirl around, and I don't know who the ferryman is, and I hope right, it works right, out. Right, right, right. Well, that's
0: why I said this year is a year of fulfillment. The energy is fulfillment, but in order to, to fulfill anything, you have to have your eyes on the goal, yes. <clears throat> you have to have your eyes on the dream, the eyes on the direction, just like you said. So you're yeah. absolutely right in that way. So, we will. We'll put out a real good hope for everybody because it's not been great, you know, in the past and lately. And if you look at it, it, we've gone back to some of the same old behaviors. You know, during the pandemic, I kind of feel that we were all given a timeout. That was us telling us, okay, go to your corners now alone. You can't get along together. Oh, my God, you're all over each other. You're complaining about each other. Now go to your corners and stay there until we tell you it's okay to get back together again. Yeah. The moment people started getting back together again, well, before that, all of a sudden, the mass shootings were over. Okay. Yeah, there may have been some individual things. But the mayor shootings were over. Everybody was going back to their roots. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting back together again. And what's happening? More shootings.
1: Yes. yes. More mayor
0: shootings. Or, or, yeah. or people are going in. And now to, to a massage parlor's and killing a whole bunch of Asians. And it's like, people, we're going to get another timeout. But this time, it could be worse than the last timeout. But we're going to, we'll always do what we need to to the human body in order for the soul to advance. Yeah. And people need to understand that. Suffering, pain, all of that is part of, of, it's meant to be part of helping us to grow, helping us to learn, right? When a child doesn't know anything about fire and goes up to the stove and touches the flame and burns his finger, oh my God, that pain now lets him or her know, I'm not doing that again. At least it's supposed to. Right? Right. So we would put ourselves through anything for that soul then to grow and advance and experience ourselves or let things happen. And we just got to come to terms because there's too much of that pain going on. And we have all these wonderful opportunities. And like you said, these wonderful opportunities coming up. I want to get to that river. I've got my my mm-hmm. my boat, my oars, my life jacket. Mm-hmm. I've got everything ready. I've got the picnic basket. I've got my virgin... My screwdrivers, I got everything ready. Let's go, and let's get to the other side. I hope you're joining me, aren't you, Loretta? I'm definitely there with you. we got to take
1: Benny with us. Benny's coming with us, and we're going, that is for sure. Um, Benny, I see that we have a caller. Um, Shall we go ahead and take a caller? Sure. Before we do that, let me give the numbers out again. If you want to call in with one question for the amazing... Uh, Vincent and Jenna, um, 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. The lines are open now. Don't don't be shy. Call in. Uh, if you got that little flutter, that means you're supposed to call. That's right. All right. So who, who do we have? Yeah, we'll
4: take uh, William calling in from uh, the North
2: Seattle area. Hi, William.
1: Hey there. Hey, William.
3: Hey. Great to meet you. Well, this is the amazing Vincent. I've been watching you guys enter here on the show. It's been fun.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> is right.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. It makes me feel like every time Loretta says the amazing, I don't know if you guys remember the amazing Creskin. Kreskin. Yeah. Um, he, he was kind of like a mystic. Well, if you hang around soon enough, I'll start bending spoons for you, okay?
3: Yes. There you go.
0: So, William, what is your question for me, my friend?
3: Uh, my question is uh, where and what to do at, the, at this stage of life. I'm in a retired Boeing mode, and I think considering I'm that restless person you've been talking about, I was uh, just a real quick synopsis, born in Montana, raised in eastern Washington. I was military, uh, Boeing, western Washington type of thing, had a chance to travel over to the Middle East for about a decade with Boeing. But The place I'm in right now in Washington, uh, I've watched the population double, the little climate's different. It just, it doesn't feel welcoming to me anymore. So I'm wondering, do I have one last good move in me, you know, if there's a move, when and where, and what am I possibly doing there? So you can just take a crack at any part of that.
0: Oh, wow. Great question. Yeah, I love, I love how you just combine that all into one question. You are very skilled there, William. I can tell you that right now. Um, Yes, I do feel you should be moving out of the state completely. Um, I'll I'll get a location. I'm getting a yes on the move. I'm getting a yes on the move. Now, there is a a capacity within you uh, to, to combine some of your past skills, talents, things that you've done in the past to create something to present to people. And it, it's an educational piece. It may be a speaking piece. It could be something that you're writing. But there is an education. There is something you want to teach people. I know it. It's within you. It's in your mindset. So, so William, I will ask you, if there was anything, let's say you were, you know, Tony Robbins, and you wanted to get up on a stage, and you really needed to get to people and you wanted them to, you know, to learn this new piece of information. What is it the most in your
3: heart you would love people to learn? Oh, that's a great question. It's um, you mentioned Tony Robbins, and he—I he, see him more of a, a motivational type person. I would like to be involved in the process that I think we're at right now, where people need to wake up, become aware that times are in, and. The things that are happening in the U.S. disturb me. I don't know what kind of part of peace I could have in that, but we need to wake up. It's, it's, it's a spiritual time. You were talking about the biblical story of crossing the sea. If we as a country were ever there, we're looking at the Red Sea. Are we going to cross it or are we going to drown? Okay. I, I definitely
0: like the waking up part, William. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, The waking up part to spiritual understanding is exactly the direction you need to go. Now, as far as waking up to what's going on in the United States, you never have to worry about the result when you are trying to teach something. You want to teach a core, a process that's going to allow those other things to work out by themselves. So, what's going on in the united states isn't caused by anything more than what's going on within each individual it's a reflection externally of the chaos that's going on internally so if you're teaching people to wake up to their higher self that is going to mirror itself in the external world by putting things into the proper places in our systems, be it the political system, religious system, uh, it doesn't make a difference, the teaching, education system, all of that will heal itself when you teach somebody to wake up inside. And it's so funny that you're saying that, William, because I have a new television show that's coming out in the UK this September, and it's called Wake the Blank <laughs> So I might need to have you on as a guest one day when you're waking up your own program and your own education piece. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing is create a piece to help people connect or reconnect to their inner core, their inner guidance system. And the reason why you have to move is you need to go into a location, which believe it or not, has more people in it, not less people, so you can reach more, be part of a a bigger group, and you yourself need to get rid of some old beliefs that have carried you through so far. I mean, that was coping skills, but when you're talking about spiritual paths, you need to get rid of anything that keeps you off that spiritual path and expand anything within you that's going to keep you on that spiritual path and even make you bigger. So it's a spiritual journey. You're gonna be putting together an educational piece that you will be speaking. You have the voice to be able to speak, William, and that's going to be a necessary part of what you do and moving to a different location and putting yourself amongst people. And it may be amongst people you don't necessarily agree with or like, but a doctor cannot go in hiding. He needs to go where the disease is. And that's how it becomes more functional. So do you understand what I mean by that? Now, as far as location, um, for some reason, Chicago came up really big, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is really interesting. I'm not even talking about I was trying to see if I was pulling you over to the East Coast somewhere, like my region, and it kept saying no when it was springing back. Um, Chicago, Colorado, no, Chicago, not even Colorado. I was trying to go. It's the Chicago area of some kind, maybe the outskirts, the suburban area. Chicago is very big. Um, Have you ever been to the Chicago
3: area? I don't know if you said that, William. You know, that's interesting. Uh, That that wasn't the answer I was looking for, but I love it. It, uh, i traveled all over the world, but Chicago has been a uh, catch a different airplane. That's been a hub for me, but I've never uh, spent any time there.
0: Well, good. I would go and I would visit it and see. The other thing that you can do, and, and Loretta, you will um, can give a little bit more advice on this. Um, there is a type of astrological chart called the astrocartography or location chart that you should have done because it will tell you what areas of the world vibration uh, uh, the vibration is the best for you for career, or for visiting, or to stay away from altogether. Um, so that may be something, especially since you've been all over the world. And I'm saying Chicago, but you, you check that. Check into that, right, Loretta? That would be a yeah. good thing for to, to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, because while you were talking, I was trying to find the location, and I was being pulled there also. And Vincent, I just love how you answered his question. I think it's just brilliant. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I hope you got something from that, William.
3: Actually, I did. Uh, I was waiting for you to say Montana, but you you missed it a little bit.
0: (laughs) No, definitely not Montana. That's actually going deeper away from your purpose, not into your purpose. You seem to want to go hiding, and you can't. You can't go hiding if you want to be a helper.
1: Yeah. Exactly. you got to be visible. That's it. That's right. So uh, any it, it, th- so, thank you very much wow. for calling in. Vincent, are you done? Do you have anything else to no, add? No, that's
0: it, William. Just you, you might have to be uncomfortable a bit, um, which is OK. But you're the one who asked the question about what purpose. And you're the one who's really open to it. So go for it. You wouldn't have been all over the world if you were staying in your comfort zone. So don't be afraid to stay out of your comfort zone, William.
3: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That's a very timely answer. And what was the name of that chart again?
1: Astrocartography.
3: Astrocartography.
0: All location chart. If- Some places call it. And and I don't know. I don't know if you do any of that work, Loretta, yourself, but I know the Eggy Casey Foundation. If yes. you go to org. I, I trust in the education material wholeheartedly. That was my foundational work. And they do location charts there that are pretty fabulous.
1: Yeah, right. I highly Very recommend much. that. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that was, uh, I got to say this too, because astro cartography will take a look at the planets and where they cross on the, on the Earth and there are definitely places that are power spots for people and there are places that are not good for people and if you're in a location that's not good for you or a karmic location sometimes it explains why you keep having these terrible things happen over right it's
0: it's it's pretty amazing too because i had one done even though i'm psychic and i can get a pulling but i wanted to step away from myself and when i had it done it was absolutely amazing It told me some of the areas that were going to put me out into the world, which they did. And Chicago was a place to put me out into the world. And what wound up happening is I got connected with a television studio and show, a morning show. And they used to have me come to Chicago and film segments of me healing haunted places in Chicago. And they were the first to get me out into the world on the network. You can see those videos on my website so it was amazing that that happened but i was warned i could not live there because the energy in the ground is so negative for me that i would be feeling it too much so it said they'll get you out into the world but don't move there and it it was absolutely right that's what absolutely
1: spot on well yeah and the edgar casey foundation is so great i highly recommend getting that done there um yeah, I think I need to do that too because I've been feeling a draw, you know, and I haven't oh, quite figured it to. out.
0: Oh, yeah. it's so—it's fun too because you're looking yeah. at places and you're going, "Wait, Bora Bora? That's a- <laughs> holy <laughs> moly! Never thought of going to Bora Bora. Huh? We got to go to Bora Bora. Apparently, it's a really good place for us. You know? So it, it could be so obscure you know, that you don't even know, but there are these legitimate places. And as long as I follow the chart, and it specifically said that where I'm living now, the whole Raleigh area in North Carolina, that that was going to be my fuel base. It was a base to come home to. It wasn't necessarily going to be the base that put me out into the world, but it definitely fed me my energy to refuel to do my work. And that's exactly what it does because my children are here. You know, I have a bunch of friends that are here. And so we come back here after when we were able to travel, right? Traveling all over the place. It was just fabulous, just taking a nice breath here. So everything it said was working out exactly right as long as I followed it and allowed it to happen. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say about the uh, astrology. We purposely set up a chart for ourselves the exact same way a contractor creates a blueprint for the home he wants to design and build. However, it's a blueprint. And sometimes as you're then here or building that home, things change on it. You might want to expand something. You might want to change a direction. Or you may get thrown off your path and direction. And so now you got to whittle your way back, and sometimes it becomes difficult. So the purpose of astrology is to just be a blueprint, not to use as an excuse as to why everything in your life is going wrong. Oh, you know what? I know we get into it. We're funny about Mercury retrograde. But it has become so common that mainstream people, Loretta, are now going, oh, oh, no wonder why I'm in a bad mood. If I hear it's Mercury retrograde again. I don't believe in that stuff, but it must, you know, I'm in a bad mood. Uh, oh, my electronics aren't working right. Oh, I'm not communicating right. Oh, I'm having a hard time. Oh, I'm depressed. It must be Mercury retrograde. It must be because of my planets. i got to get, i got to accept it the blueprint is only a starting foundation to give you an idea as to what you came into this world to learn to change to enhance to experience but it is not the law of your life you are
1: yes i want to make sure i said that right i always say we're greater than the stars but you know that's that's energetic weather And take a look at it. Like if it's raining outside, don't go out in your Bermuda shorts and flip-flops unless it's warm, right? And then do that. Benny, let's take another caller, shall we? Yeah, we'll
2: travel east of Seattle and we'll hit up Issaquah. We have Cynthia joining us. Hi, Cynthia.
4: Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Cynthia. How
0: are you today?
4: I'm okay. Thank you very much for taking my call. I love what you guys are saying. So um, I'm in a Saturn return, so I guess my whole life is going to be nuts now, huh? My second one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i can blame everything now on my saturn return in aquarius <laughs> but i can't right i just listen to you guys
1: <laughs> saturn return in aquarius yeah well, i'm gonna let vincent yeah. talk but i'm gonna say honey it's your time anyway I, go yeah, ahead it's vincent
4: second one so yeah, I'm,
3: i don't okay. No,
1: so, no it's not gonna be like the first one i learned stuff it's gonna be better it's gonna be better
4: <laughs> so um, what is
0: your question my then
4: my question is so uh Similar to the other caller, I'm thinking to move to Maryland or Florida. I've been looking for work here in Washington State for a long time. I've had a lot of changes. Um, My husband died here, and I am now, I can't seem to get some type of work in this area that is feasible or towards my soul. And those two areas came up. I did have one of those charts done years ago, what you guys were talking about the moving um, the areas. I had denver used or something and it didn't say it was my spot so i'm wondering if the guides have any
0: yes i do have have? yeah definitely um don't move to florida you're not old enough um (laughs) maybe, (laughs) maybe if you find out the day before you're supposed to transition and go to the other side then that would be the time to go to florida okay Um, And make sure if you do go, you spend that last day in Disneyland. All right. At Disney World. Not Florida. No, I'm definitely not getting Florida for you. And, Cynthia, what what I'm feeling you doing is you're making a decision not based on necessarily a positive. It seems to be based on um, more of a negative kind of idea. Like, well, I can't seem to do it here. Um, Maybe I can do it over here. Um, maybe this is going to be better over here. Those aren't the ways of choosing a location. Obviously, it's a place you're drawn to. Now, I do believe the East Coast can be uh, very good for you, uh, for sure. And I don't think Maryland is that bad, but I still don't think that that's it. I'm actually seeing more of North Carolina than I am Maryland um, and more more opportunity. Um Maryland is, yeah, it's right there, obviously, because D.C. is right there. But it's such a high concentration of of too many different elements for you that I feel that the elements are going to be taking you in different directions rather than you staying focused in what you want to do. Uh, So that's why I'm feeling North Carolina. I'm feeling North Carolina at least – it has its different interests, the health interest, the science and computer industry, um, and, and and also the education part. But there is a gigantic spiritual and metaphysical hub part uh, in North Carolina. And whether it be in the mountains, because I'm feeling mountains work well for you, so it could be Asheville area rather than over by me, um, or the coast which would be Wilmington area Uh, Mm -hmm. in the met. Well, Raleigh isn't in the middle. It's, it's a little bit, I'm two hours away from the coast and four hours away from the mountain. So it, but it needs to be in that kind of area where you can go in either direction or at least get there quickly. I've just, like I said, of the two places you said, Mm -hmm. Maryland, Maryland is the better of the two, but I don't think it's the spot either okay okay um, i think okay. you have to come down a little bit more if you're going to come east coast right and come to the north carolina area and now is the time to focus and and direct that dream a little bit more right. write a paragraph as to how you'd like to see yourself in your new vocation in what it is you truly want to get done right before you decide the location you can do that in because a location should never direct the dream. Dream will direct the location. Okay. Do you get that part?
4: Yeah, I guess so. There's that emotional piece. Those two places, I have a friend in each of those places. The other place, I have nobody. I
0: exactly. exactly. And you see what I mean? You basing your decision on a fear, not because the fear is. Oh, I don't have anybody in North Carolina. Well, what are you afraid of? You're not going to make any friends. People hate you. Do do do. do I mean, is your nose on the side of your face connected to your ear somewhere? And and or, or what? You you know, you look like a freak. What you know? You've been able to make friends before. What the heck are you afraid of making friends now in a new location? And
4: nobody likes New Yorkers.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, really? Oh, you I do. Not to be kidding, Carrie which is a city in the Raleigh area. It's spelled C-A-R-Y. Let me tell you the acronym name that was given to it. The Containment Area for Relocated Yanks.
4: All right, then, I, then I'm game. I grew up in Connecticut,
0: oh, in the you, New York area. Oh, my gosh, you would blend in. Let me tell you something. They wouldn't even know you were from New York with all the other New Yorkers going on over here. No, seriously, no wonder why I said that. Not Maryland. You would definitely not survive in Maryland at that point. You will absolutely survive in this North Carolina area because there are so many New Yorkers and Yankees, and you will make friends. And here's the thing about when we get older and we go live with our family and friends, it's never the same. It's not what you expect, and then it becomes a great disappointment when you, you don't receive from them the reason why you move near them. Yeah. You're depending upon them to fulfill your life rather than depending upon you to fulfill your life.
4: Yeah, mm. I, I guess, yeah, I, guess I, just, I hear what you're saying. I guess I just feel lonely, so there's a level
0: I know happen. you do, hon. But I, I guess do. what? Yeah. Come over here, your lover's over here.
1: Yes. Thank you. I was just going to say that.
0: Good. I'm glad you were going yep. to say that. So you're psychic too.
1: I, I, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> yes. you want I'm going to
1: I'm gonna give a thumbs up on everything that you're saying, Vincent. And I just Thank want to you. say that when Vincent was talking, all of a sudden I felt like all this heaviness comes off you and you can breathe. Right. And, you know, honey, you're kind of grieving and you're having a hard time. And so just, just, just come back to the center of who you are okay and uh-huh. and thank you so much i do want to take one more caller before we move on vincent do you have any last things to say to her? no that's
0: it i wish you the best and and, uh, and start believing in yourself and take yes. that
1: stance. yeah your beautiful soul you got lots of good stuff coming up
0: all right we'll yeah. take now stacy calling in from the edmonds area which is just north of seattle
2: hi stacy okay hey good morning and thank you so much for taking my call this is fun
0: Oh, it absolutely is. Stacey, nice to meet you. What is your question for me today?
2: Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. I am calling to ask a question about my daughter, a totally different shift here. Um, she ha- is a collegiate athlete and has some things going on with her coach. And they're she's wonderful. He's wonderful. There's just something uh, not certain why he's making certain choices and such. And um, she's very energetic, so she's been working on um, freeing up space and holding the space for certain desires. And I'm just wondering if there's anything you receive that I could impart to her or just... um,
0: Yeah, how old is she?
2: She's 22. Okay.
0: Okay. So she obviously is now in control of manifesting her own life. In the beginning, um, you and her dad or any adult in her life was influencing that for her to get her started. Now she's in control of it. Um, My concern is why she would attract to her a coach that she's having a difficult time with. That lets me know that internally she's having a difficult time with her own abilities where is the coach criticizing her or critiquing her that makes her feel limited? What, what, what is the coach? She shared that with you.
2: Well, so yes. I mean, it's which he's putting her in. Um, So that's, it's, that's what it is. And It's it's which boat he's putting her in. She rose.
0: Okay, right. But what, what, what is the reason why he's putting her in that boat? What is his, his reasoning?
2: Well, um, it's not very clear is what it comes to. And he's, he's doing it not just with my daughter. He's doing it with the whole team. He's not, he's not doing what uh, a, a lot of coaches do, which is to seat race kids, to pit, select seats. And he has his own theory on that. It's not my place to question that. And it's really not her place to question her either. Um so or him either, sorry. Um she just, So she's she's on a team and in a sport
0: where she cannot ask the coach, Hey coach, I'm just curious in order to help me out here, could you please tell me why you moved me into this boat? That's not acceptable.
2: Well, she has. She does do that. And uh, the
0: response do that. is what? That's what I'm asking. That's the important part. What is her the response and to the coach?
2: It's just not very definitive is what it comes to. He's He says a lot of different things, and it does none of it really makes a ton of sense um, for okay. her or even other people on the that, team. Kind of I thing. would ask, tell
0: your daughter, don't ask. Tell your daughter to examine her own internal feelings about her skill her ability her desire in being in that sport because what the coach is externally saying is somehow a reflection of what your daughter is feeling because we manifest everything in our own lives we are not victims to anything and the only way to control the way others are going to treat us is the way we treat ourselves. And so I'm feeling actually, without you knowing it, I am feeling your daughter at 22 years old questioning where is she going with this, her own abilities. um, Am I right? And the reason why it's bothering her, what the coach is doing, because she's interpreting it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. She's saying to herself, well, maybe he's moving me because he doesn't think I'm good enough. Okay, so understand it's all internal. Get your daughter to speak her deepest feelings, not about the coach, about herself.
2: Right, right. it's totally not that that arena, that's for sure. Well, that resonates very much. I, I appreciate your words, Vincent, and uh, I wish you all just a wonderful day. Thank you so much.
0: You You're so welcome. Care. I wish you the best with her
2: yeah thank, thank you. you oh yeah she's great yeah. i mean she really does have a a really wonderful perspective it's that right you know she's like we all are we're all ever learning so we that's we, right I, we all we that. all
1: are that's right. yeah absolutely I yeah
2: appreciate it
1: have a good day you too thanks for calling in you know what she brought up is is something that we all you know have to face at some point vincent isn't it like we we are a part of the exchange and there's these weird things called the law of reflection Yeah. where what's happening out there is reflecting you back at you right
0: right it has to it's one of it the ways to. of learning about yeah. it and and unfortunately we want to keep it at well it must be him and not me and that actually keeps us from going within. Uh, but it's, it's so much of that, especially the more involved you are with the person. If you just go to a new supermarket and the cashier is nasty with you, all right, you're going to run into that with people. But depending upon the relationship you have, the deeper and more important the relationship, the more it's, you're affecting it.
1: Right. That's exactly right. And then I also know, um, you know, our emotions you know, are here to help us navigate. And, and they quite often help us navigate if we are in alignment or out of alignment with something. And um, I'm going to say it this way. Our feelings tell us how we feel, but they don't always know the truth. Like my st- my feelings make up stories about my daughter all the time. Like, I texted her two seconds ago. Where is she? Is she dead in a ditch? Right? And of course, she's not. You know, she's making sandwiches or something. Right.
0: Well, so, in a psychological world, so you know... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish first and then... Oh, I'll...
1: no, no. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, so that you know and understand what's going on, <clears throat> the emotions are completely caused by your thoughts. Yeah. So, yes, you said you use your emotions to navigate. You use your emotions to try to figure out what it is you're thinking. Yes. Yeah. Because the thoughts can be so automatic and fleeting that you don't know you're the one who had to say something to yourself first in order for you to feel anything no it's not the other person and what he or she said it's what you're thinking that causes that and you're right about the emotions can either be controlled by your mental left brain human mind thoughts or your soulful thoughts right? Depending upon where they are. If they're negative, I can assure you they come from your mind, your human mind. Positive, definitely influenced by the soul. That's one guidance system. But our our emotions are here because that's what we're here to experience. We're not here to experience thoughts, thinking. We're here to experience our feelings and how everything makes us feel, right? Without them, there is no purpose. So what if you think the color blue it's what does the color blue make you feel so what if you read the word love what does love make you feel yeah right it's all about feeling and yes they can direct us so that was very strong
1: well yeah and i was thinking not to get all biblical on people but there's a verse in the bible that says god has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind and that's where, and, and you're absolutely right. Like the way to change how you feel is to change your belief or your thought or your perception around it, right? Like if I am, if I am being victimized, maybe I could shift that, am I really, right? And, and that we don't have time for that big, long discussion, but it's a good thing to think about. So I think we've got about one minute left or so. Vincent, where do people find you and uh, a last word?
0: Well, all they have to do is go to Vincentgenna.com. That's with a G-E-N-N-A. They'll connect to me in all different places there. My Unity online radio show, all the things that I'm doing, all the, the television shows that I've been invited to do lately, they can find me through there. And, um, what, you know, it, it's great. Maybe sometime we'll get back together again and we'll do a show on the four stages of consciousness. There's four stages of consciousness, and the victim stage, to me, is the first stage when we come down here. But we're meant to go through all four to really evolve.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I wrote that down. We'll put it on the calendar. I love it. Vincent, I so needed your beautiful, radiant presence this morning and your fun and, and knowledgeable, and just thank you so much.
0: Oh, my gosh, thank Loretta, you. thank you yeah. so much. And like you said about a reflection, what you see in me is only because it lies there with inside oh. yourself, otherwise you'd never be able to recognize it. And I feel the same way when I get with you. Thank you so much. We're great thank for you. each other. You've just heard an encore presentation of the original Loretta Brown Show.